on the morning after with Nick and Big J. Another press conference yesterday for the shooting at the Boise Town Square Mall on Monday afternoon where some additional details were announced. Of course, uh, first that the suspect had actually passed away due to his injuries. Uh, Also, the uh, chief of police, Ryan Lee, revealed that the Boise Police Department had some prior contact with the suspect but never had arrested him, so apparently he had been on their radar. Uh, He had a pretty elaborate digital footprint with some pretty awful things that it said and even uh, apparently had uh, called out some violence before the incident happened on Monday. And so uh, they are going through all that information and making sure they can try to find a motive because now that the suspect isn't around, they can't obviously question him about it. Also released the names of the two victims of the incident thus far. 26-year-old Joe Acker of Caldwell, 49-year-old Robert Aguirres of Rupert. The two victims also identified a 52-year-old woman and 23-year-old woman, according to police, that are reportedly injured while inside the store. They're recovering from non-life-threatening injuries, and a 68-year-old woman was shot and injured while she was inside of her car. Her injuries are also non-life-threatening, according to police, so hopefully they'll make it out okay. But uh, at least you got a little bit of additional information. Of course, our sincere thoughts go out to the victims that were involved in Monday's awful tragedy. And uh, you're starting to hear some reports pile out from their family members and things like that saying incredibly nice things about them, which of course is understandable. So we're learning a little bit more. How much more will be revealed? I'm not exactly sure. I guess uh, it kind of depends on the Boise Police Department and how much they want to reveal. But the investigation is ongoing and it does... Uh, go across multiple states because the suspect was originally from Illinois and moved here from there. And so they're going way back to try to find some information, but a little bit more details came out. Braves beat the Astros last night 6-2 in the opening game of the World Series. Braves got things rolling quickly with a uh, Jorge Soler home run. He was the first player ever to begin a World Series with a home run, which he smacked out of the, the third pitch of the game. On their way to the win, the Braves had overcome the loss of their starting pitcher, Charlie Morton. He left with a flat, fractured right leg in the bottom of the third inning. He apparently had been hurt worse than he realized and bounced when a ball bounced off his leg in the second inning, and he's now done for the series. Game two tonight in Houston. I mean, the ball was going 100 miles an hour. Yeah, it got him pretty damn good. Ouch. And his leg just gave out on him in that second inning or that third inning. So uh, hopefully... He'll be okay, and the Braves... Went out there to try to pitch at a damn broken leg. I know. It's pretty incredible. Sometimes they adrenaline, man. It gets you going. If you are a Succession fan, HBO has picked up the series for a fourth season officially. Uh, Only two episodes have aired thus far in season three. According to Deadline, the move is unsurprising. Uh, The family saga draws more than 1.4 million viewers every single time they throw it on the TV. So that makes sense. Of course, it was also the best launch night ever for a series since HBO Max went live when the season three premiered. So it's a legitimate hit. Uh, I enjoy the show. Uh, I will say it's kind of, I, I, I akin it to Breaking Bad, if you will. Whereas it's, it's really is a show about awful people, like top to bottom. Yeah. Like there's no redeeming characters in Breaking Bad for the most part. They eventually try to redeem themselves, but I don't, sh- I don't think it, you know, outdoes all the awful things they've done in the past. And uh, Succession is the same way. It's just a story about terrible people and terrible rich people that doing terrible things. I mean, it kind of shows rich people in general yeah. are just terrible. Yeah, yeah, it uh, it does show. And it also is one of those deals where you can go, yeah, I, I can see that happening. 
but it is it is a fun show to watch and it is uh, really well performed. And so if you're into it, uh, I probably don't have to tell you already how good it is. But if you haven't given it a shot, it might be worth it. Uh, see if you can make it through a couple episodes and see if you like it. There's your Sin Nude Song of the Day, Scott Wildland's Interstate Love Song Accession performance here on The Morning After with Nick and Big J. Yesterday, right around this time, Big J selected a Halloween-themed movie for you to review. It was called In the Earth that he selected. He wanted us like Pilgrim once he figured out what they were called, but he went with In the Earth, uh, the Hulu movie. So, Big J, I ask you, how was it? Well, I'll tell you, I'll tell you this. Uh, first of all, I wouldn't necessarily categorize this as a typical horror movie in no way shape or form while you're watching this or or afterwards will you be in a halloween mood okay uh in fact i was so dissatisfied with this movie i'm like i'm gonna give pilgrim a chance (laughs) i spent 15 minutes with pilgrim and realized "Ah, i'm out this is stupid too the difference is i don't have to watch this one correct and that should tell you all you need to know about uh, In the Earth, which uh, is, you know, I think ultimately you get down to it, a movie that is taking its its uh, notes and stuff from the book Heart of Darkness, which uh, Apocalypse Now, the movie, is kind of famed to be uh, really a story revolving around uh, going into the middle uh, of uh, the woods and uh, losing your mind. In this particular case, uh, they're being, I think, ultimately helped by just you know, they they decide they want to eat a bunch of mushrooms. And okay. they have hallucinations, and they think that the wood's coming after them. Okay, so the wood isn't really coming after them. Yeah, no, not not in reality. And, and <laughs> you know, I mean, it also isn't exactly the funnest movie because the whole idea of this is the fact that there is a virus in the world uh, that is, uh, you know, uh, there's a national uh, pandemic, and, and so there there's a bunch of reality things that are that are out there's like oh man this is what's happening here right now to us in some regard and so uh they are there to study the uh the ability to be able to uh, grow food and things quicker than they would be in the past right because, okay so that's the whole uh hypothesis of why they're, they're there and, and in the woods to begin with and uh then you've got uh, interpersonal relationships and just weird stuff and 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 ultimately uh again at the end it's not exactly a very satisfying thing because you don't know what's really reality or not reality because they've been taking psychedelics for gotcha. the most part. So is it more like a bad trip than it is a horror movie? Yeah, it's a bad trip. <laughs> it, it's I, I didn't find it to be in that vein of, of a horror movie. I mean, it's not like you go out into the woods, you, you, there's the Blair Witch version, and then there's something like this. And this is, I would put the Blair Witch more in the category of horror and just, you know, trying to be scary. This is more uh, on a deeper level of existence and things like that that I don't think you really come into contact with in a horror movie. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's not like a slasher film. So, yeah, I would say skip this if you're looking for something to get you in the mood for Halloween. This isn't going to be it. Uh, And ultimately, I don't find this movie very satisfying at all, so I I will not be approving it. Looks like uh, it was not a good horror-themed version of uh, the streaming dumbass. So I ask you then, Big J, somebody's in the mood for a horror movie. Number one ultimate horror movie for Big J. Man, it's hard to turn away from uh, The Thing. John Carpenter's The Thing uh, would be good, or uh, House of 10,000 Corpses. Just 1,000 Corpses, by the way. 10,000 for me. Okay. Uh, but uh, Big J's taking it up a couple of corpses. But either way, those are Big J recommended horror movies. Meanwhile, In the Earth, the Hulu movie, is not. So don't waste your time. Here 
there's traffic. And don't waste your time with Pilgrim either. Now, you got 15 minutes into that one? Yeah. Was the premise at least accurate? Like uh, a bunch of weird actors? I was hoping for something a little more... Uh, honestly, when you hear Pilgrim and you're like, this is going to be a horror movie, I want this to be happening to, like, Puritan pilgrims. <laughs> well, okay? No, I mean, they did I, say it was set in modern times. I know, and that was what was super disappointing, because I obviously didn't pay attention to that part, and I started watching, I'm like, hey, man, this is not what I was expecting. This is, like, supper time gone bad. Yeah, it's like people pretending to be pilgrims, right? Yeah, not, yeah I mean, even, even less than that. Okay. Well, not nearly as fun as is the premise of, of just, you know, dumb and, pilgrims. And so just for being giggles, haunted in the woods. <laughs> you didn't decide to try the other movie, Mary, that was up there? I, no, that okay. was, I forgot about that. The altogether. only movie that actually had people in it that you've heard of. Yeah. Uh, so uh, it looks like it was a big strikeout no matter what with yep. the horror movies. Listen, man, horror movies are really hit and miss anyway. I mean, for the most part, most of them are bad. Not wrong. Bad. Morning After with Nick and Big J on the way. Some important stuff. Plus, hey, we're going to try to give away some money today with the X-Rock Double Dare that's happening at 7.30. But first, TDS Fiber Traffic Center time. Let's check your traffic brought to you by the Lifetime Store. With Nick and Big J. Big J, take me back home to young Big J times. Okay. Give me an idea when young Big J gave up trick-or-treating. When he decided this is no longer a thing I'd like to do. Oh man, I I, <laughs> I don't know. Ten? Ten? Oh really? Eleven? That early, huh? I mean, I don't know. I don't just remember being really into the whole thing, you know. So I know you don't now. So even Young Big J wasn't a big fan of candy. So trick or treating wasn't that interesting to you? Yeah, I don't think that that was a big deal. I spe- you know, a lot of things changed for me when we moved to the big city. Of course. Uh, and that was right, probably right around the time when I'm like, yeah, I don't. This isn't my thing, man. You don't really have any friends. You don't want to get all dressed yeah, up. Oh, You're just kind of learning a new <laughs> situation. When you put it that way, it's well, like super depressing, it's man. It's not what depressing. A, You're what a new- poor little kid, dude. You had friends. I'm just talking about you just No, moved. I really probably didn't. Ripped right out of the small town comfortability. <laughs> I didn't uh, I didn't play baseball because I was in a big city and I didn't know anybody. I mean, man. Well, that really is- rocked my world. <laughs> Thanks, parents. That's a fairly depressing story revolving around trick yeah. or treating. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, among all the, all the other things that ruined me as a kid. I want to say I was 12. I think when I when I I put it in my head, I think when I was like 13, I was like teenagers is just too old to be trick or treating. It's just not something that you did. But you may be asking yourself, okay, I have a kid, or you know, my son is 14 and still trick or treating. Is that okay? And the answer is, you know what? Whatever, man. A lot of experts are saying, uh, listen, there's no such thing as too old to trick or treat when you have a kid. Now, if you're an adult, that's another you know story altogether. But if you have trick-or-treaters that come to your house that are 14 or 15 years old, then that's, you know, something that isn't too bad. Plus, it's better than the alternative when you think about it, man. Those kids could be out doing God knows what. And if they still want to trick-or-treat and dress up and go out with their friends and actually, you know, do something that is fairly wholesome, why the hell not, right? Right. It shouldn't be turned away just because people think you're too old. And by the way, if you do that, like, you're like, hey, man, you're 14. You shouldn't have any candy. That's kind of a jerk move anyway. So let the kids be kids, trick-or-treat until you want to, and have yourself a good old time. At some point, you will age out of it. You'll think it's a little bit too, uh, you know, much for you or too much of a younger thing. But, you know, who can say no to free candy when you're a kid, right? Yeah. So 
don't be ashamed if you're an older kid that trick or treats or you have an older kid that does. Braves win game one of the World Series 6-2 to two, thanks to a opening home run of the World Series by Jorge Soler. It was the first time ever that happened in a World Series. Charlie Morton, the starting pitcher for the Braves, out for the rest of the season. However, he fractured his leg in the game, but game two is tonight in Houston. Keanu Reeves continues to be one of the coolest people ever. He handed out Rolex watches to a couple of stuntmen that worked with him on the set of John Wick 4. According to the uh, report, he basically gave them 2020 Submariners, which is a watch that's worth, oh, I don't know, $40,000. Whoa. And the filming wrapped up for John Wick 4 this weekend in Paris, and it was all personalized. Uh, he actually said on the back of the watch, the John Wick 5, and said thank you from Keanu, and personalized it to each one of the stuntmen that worked with him. Uh, he had four stuntmen on the film along with him, so they called themselves the John Wick 5, Big J. Also, probably the name of the next John Wick movie, if we're being honest. Uh, but John Wick 4 just wrapped up in Paris. What so happens if you're one of the stunt and you're not a watch guy? I don't know. Like, I mean, I wonder if that you means know? like those were like four of his stunt doubles or because I imagine he may have more than one with the, uh, the intense stuff that he's doing, like some that does the up close stuff, yeah. some that does the actual, you know, action things or some that does the martial arts. And so he very well, these all could very well be Keanu Reeves stunt doubles, which is incredible. But yeah, it would suck if you're one of the stunt people that doesn't get the Rolex. Because then you're a jerk if you try to sell it. <laughs> Do other people buy personalized things from other people? Well, I mean, you can sell anything. I suppose. Yeah, and it, I mean, even though it wasn't Keanu's watch, it does say from Keanu. On. Yeah. And this guy, the guy who posted it, his name is Jeremy. So you could buy this watch, Big J, and pull it off. No, his name's spelled wrong. That's true. But you could just say, hey, listen, give Keanu's a busy guy. Hey, look, I got this. It's not a forgery at all. <laughs> <laughs> Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff. Oh, guys, guess who's coming up next? Your opportunity to win some cash money today in the X-Rock Double Dare. But you need to know the category. Big J, what would that be? Ladies, heterosexual males probably find attractive. I, I don't want to go out on a limb, but I think today's questions are pretty easy. Do you agree or disagree with that? Uh, yeah, I think they're pretty easy. So uh, if you happen to know your ladies then just maybe you could have a chance to walk away with some pretty serious cash. That's coming up at 7.30. But first, TDS Fiber Traffic Center time. Brought to you by Candy and Showers Insurance. Here's CB. There's a crash on eastbound I-84 past the five-mile overpass at milepost 4. Double Dare on 100.3. The X rocks. All right, somebody is hopefully going to win some money right about now. That's what the X Double Dare is all about. Today's caller X happens to be Tyler. Hey, Tyler, good morning, man. How are you doing? Good morning. I'm doing great. How are you? We're hanging in there, man. Congratulations on being Caller X. We would like you to walk away with $200 today. Uh, you're going to have to gamble on yourself a little bit to make that happen. And here's Big J with your category, man. Ladies, right. heterosexual males probably find attractive. So uh, I think the idea here is you're going to have to know a little something about probably Hollywood ladies that most people find attractive. How do you feel about that particular category? Um... I'm feeling pretty good about it. All right. I like your confidence. Let's see yeah. what I can do, man. Good luck. For 50 bucks. This Oscar winner starred in movies like Reindeer Games, Mighty Joe Young, and Two Days in the Valley before popping up as Furiosa in Mad Max Fury Road. Who is she? Oh, my gosh. Tyler. Oh, no. Um. Um, 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 um. <laughs> 
Reindeer Games, Mighty Joe Young, Two Days in the Valley, and then Mad Max Fury Road. Those are the four movies you've got that she's in. Oh, I can't think of her name. That's that's oh, Ashley Judd. Ashley Judd. Wrong. It's not correct. It's not Ashley not Judd, Tyler. Sorry, brother. The answer was what, okay. Big J? Charlize Theron. Right. Charlize oh. Theron was the particular oh, lady we were looking for. But listen, man, uh, it happens to the best of us. Sometimes it happens and sometimes you can get through and sometimes it just uh, you get a brain fart, man. There's not much you can do. But we're sorry you didn't win any money today, Tyler, but you're a good man and you have plenty of more chances to do so. Uh, don't let this uh, frustrate you. You got 12.30 today with Jason Drew and then 5.30 today with Adam, the same category, and then you can always call us with additional categories that maybe you feel a little bit better about. So... The X Double Dare will go on. No money here, but more money to come, at least hopefully throughout the day. Been a minute since I've seen Two Days in the Valley. Underrated uh, movie. Yeah, I think that was the first one she was in, like uh, for Hollywood style around here anyway. Morning After with Nick and Big J. Coming up in a few short minutes, we're going to go to hell. Hang on, that's next on the X Rocks. Rock. Going to hell. What the hell is this? The Morning After with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X Rocks. Home sweet home for today's We're Going to Hell Story, Big J, Florida. It's been a while. We are going back to Florida because at the end of the day, Florida is going to Florida, whether you like it or not. And uh, I just became a dog owner again yesterday. I I got a puppy, uh, a little pug puppy named Morty, and he is cute as a button. But I have zero interest in making Morty a show dog. Uh, nor do I have any interest in going to a dog show. But there are plenty of dog owners and people that are interested in dog shows. You understand? Yeah. Uh, and that's where today's story takes place. It takes place down in Miami at an event called a Bully Takeover Canine Show. It basically is a bunch of dogs getting together for a dog beauty contest. You understand, Big J? Yeah. And while it says Bully Takeover, they welcomed any kind of breed in different kind of categories. And there was some prize money attached to it. And you know how these dog shows work. They end up doing a couple of things, and then there's judges who decide who wins and who loses, right? I mean, it's not like a ranking, but you have your top three dogs, best in show, that kind of thing, you know? And it had a situation where not everybody that was involved in the bully competition and bully takeover was happy with the results, Big J. When they said who the best in show was and named the top dogs in each division... There were a couple of people that walked up to the event organizers and said, quote, my dog didn't win. I want my money back. And the event organizers are like, that's that's not how this this thing works. Right. I mean, you know that there's going to be some people that win and dogs that win and others that don't. Just because you entered the contest and you're not happy that you won doesn't mean that we give you your money back. That's not how, you know, dog shows work. Yeah. And there was a lot of swearing, and they said, you know what? I don't care. I want my money back anyway. And then the event organizers were like, listen, I don't care what it is. There are no refunds, period. Can you guess what happens next, Big J? Oh, boy. Uh, stabbing? No. No. Sticking the dog on him? No, do- no, the dogs were actually the well-behaved ones here. Oh. What ended up happening was a WWE-style battle royal with just a gigantic orgy of fists and chairs flying in the air and tables getting thrown. I mean, it was a gigantic brawl that ended up taking place at this dog show because somebody wasn't happy that their dog didn't win and wanted a refund, and the uh, and the event organizers refused. So 
Uh, in the video that was shared, it's about two minutes long. I would say, conservatively, 25 people are involved in this brawl. I mean, there's just haymakers swinging left, right, and center. All sorts of stuff are going on. And then, uh, not only that, but it happened to be the middle of the event. And so they had to shut things down, and the other divisions weren't even announced. So they canceled the rest of the event. Uh, no arrests were made. No injuries to people or animals, thank goodness, were reported in this particular brouhaha. But if you look at the video, I don't know how. I mean, somebody had to catch a chair or a table to something. I don't know. But the good news is everybody was okay, but the bad news is they had to shut down the bully takeover because the owners were the ones that weren't well-behaved. It was a big Sounds old about right. Yeah, I mean, you know, and there are teams, it's clear. They got T-shirts and stuff, so they're not messing around with these dog show stuff. But you can't turn it into a brawl, and that's also not the way these things work. You have to understand that sometimes you're going to win some and sometimes you're going to lose some, right? Yeah. Behave yourselves at all costs. You got to know to fold them. We are no talking them. about Florida. No one so, to run. Uh, there's a lot of running, too. I'll give them that. They got that part right, at least. Uh, but people are, like, dragging their dogs out of the situation. I mean, it, it was bad. It was bad. Uh, so maybe avoid dog shows here to fourth if you can't handle winning and losing, especially the losing part. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your We're Going to Hell story. On the Morning After with Nick and Big J. The good people at MIT are doing God's work, Big J. They're figuring out that when you're tired, you drag your feet. It is official. No matter how much sleep you get, it apparently affects your gait and how you walk. Not just dragging ass and dragging feet. Uh, Those things are legitimate, you know, things that happen when you're tired. You're too tired to pick up your damn feet when you walk down the sidewalk. But it also affects, like, how long your strides are. And you have less control over your walk. Like, you walk in less of a straight line when you are tired. These are all things that I think we kind of knew already, right? Yeah. But that didn't stop MIT and the University of Sao Paulo from working together to figure out that specifically how well we control our stride or gait can be affected by lack of sleep. They found that the less sleep study participants got, the less control they had when walking during a treadmill test. They also found that people who are chronically sleep-deprived could help them basically, you know, really figure things out over time. Like, you get used to being sleep-deprived, if that makes sense. Like, they found that if you just, like, have a really bad night's worth of sleep, then you can, you have a really rough time walking. But if you're used to not getting any sleep, even though you're tired and probably more tired than the person that didn't get great sleep the night before, you're still able to control yourself better. So I guess we get, the, the lesson here is we can get used to anything. Sleep deprivation, uh, you know, cold, heat, all that stuff. We can, uh, I guess, adapt to it. So keep depriving yourself of sleep, Big J. So I keep telling you. No, why it, would I do this? It'll help your walk. The Atlanta Braves beat the Houston Astros 6-2 in Game 1 of the World Series last night. It got off to a hot start for the Braves, who had a leadoff home run. The first time ever in World Series history that's happened. Although they did lose Charlie Morton, their starter. He went for a little bit over two innings, but broke his damn leg, Big J. Took a baseball off the shin, and then boom. His leg gave out the following inning. He tried to go back out there, and that, that could not have felt great. Game 2 tonight in Houston. Braves will try to grab a commanding 2-0 lead on the road, which never sucks. Bill Murray's headed to the MCU, Big J. Get ready to live. The hell? He apparently just finished filming a role on Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. He did an interview with a German outlet called Faz 
earlier in the week, and the 71-year-old actor said that he had just finished making a Marvel movie. Now, he didn't specifically say which one, but he did hint heavily that he was persuaded to join the movie by director Peyton Reed, which essentially <laughs> narrowed it down. Now, how big or small that role is, who the hell knows? But I ain't angry at Bill Murray being in a Marvel movie, are you? No, not at all. Because he's really not... He's gone out of his way not to do these big budget things before. So I'm guessing it's not a gigantic role, but... I don't know if he's gone out of his way. They just can't get in touch with him. <laughs> well, that's going out of your way. If the only way you can get offered a job is by leaving you a voicemail, you don't want to be contacted, usually. Uh, and, and even still, I'm sure this isn't the first time they offered him up a role in, in some gigantic thing. But I'm just saying Bill Murray doesn't make a lot of blockbusters anymore, I guess is my point. Yeah. And for him to be a part of this is... Very, very cool. I'm guessing he'll be somebody funny, Big J. I'm going to go out on a limb and say he's not going to take things too seriously in Quantumania. He and Paul Rudd will be riffing. Maybe there'll be some post-credit scenes where they're, where they're doing Maybe some improv. Maybe Paul Rudd's dad. There you go. There you go. Is he mentioned at all? I can't remember the Ant-Man universe very well. No, I don't think so. Did they talk about his pops? That would be perfect casting. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff. Down. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. And we're going to get you set up with some awesome tickets uh, next week at the Rev Center. The Hailstorm Band coming to town. Our good friends, uh, along with Rival Sons and Ida May, going to be opening up. So we'll get you set up with those tickets uh, if you can beat me in Pop Culture Smackdown. It's going to be a big show. It's going to be an amazing show. And for you, it will be a free show. If you want to call and take on Big J and Pop Culture Smackdown right now, 208-287-1003. We're going to focus in on some TV shows today, Big J. How does that feel? Oh, I like it. All right, we'll see how it goes. Let's go to the phones and get ourselves a contestant. Good morning, The X. Hello? Sir or ma'am? Hello? Hello? Well, we tried. You can't say we didn't. There was somebody there. Hello, The X. Yeah. What's up, man? What's your name? Ken. All right, Ken, you're up first. Ken, the TV show Friday Night Lights is essentially a soap opera, but it revolves around what sport? Football. Football. Right. Is correct. Hey, Big J, the TV show Angel was a spinoff of what other TV show? Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Right. That is correct. Back to you, Ken. In what city did Rick Grimes wake up in in the very first episode of The Walking Dead? I don't remember this one. You don't remember? Wrong. Yeah, I don't know if I remember either. Really? You don't remember the first? I mean, it was a pretty big city. Hello, The X. I think I know, but I... What does it begin with? The letter of the city. A? Yeah, you're right. Hello, the X. Hey. Hey, in what city did Rick Grimes wake up in in the very first episode of The Walking Dead? Uh, uh, I don't know. Sorry. All right. Wrong. Should I give him a hint? Yeah. Well, one of the teams that's represented in the World Series is part of this particular question. Hello, the X. Hey, guys. Hey, uh, in what city did Rick Grimes wake up in in the first episode of The Walking Dead? Wild guess, Atlanta. Right. Hotlanta would also be acceptable. That is correct. Big J, what A-listener played Carol, a pilot and love interest for Liz Lemon on a couple episodes of 30 Rock? Um, it was a big deal at the time because he doesn't do a lot of TV. Doesn't do a lot of TV. And it was for 30 Rock? Yes. Oh, boy. A-lister. Big-time star. 
Carol. Pilot, love interest, Liz Lemon, 30 Rock. Yeah, I didn't really watch a lot of 30 Rock, um, but uh, let's take a shot in the dark here, and I'll go with uh, Brad Pitt. Wrong. Not a bad guess. What if I said they were in a movie together called Ocean's Eleven? George Clooney? No. Wrong. The third one. Casey Affleck? That's your third thing to go to? Wrong. Uh, oh, Matt Damon? Right. Matt Damon was Carol. On 30 Rock. Congratulations, man. Hailstorm and Rival Suns tickets are yours. Casey. <laughs> uh, I'm surprised you didn't go Elliot Gould. Uh, hang on one second, man. We'll hook you up with those tickets and make sure you're all set for next week. And we will do some headlines. That's happening next on the X Rock. Nick and Big J. Headlines brought to you by Half Price Friday. Another Half Price Friday going on this Friday, 9 o'clock at xrock.com. You get $50 to the local for just $25. The local's an eatery and wine pub in Boise, and it's got a pretty nice, comfortable, and engaging atmosphere, and they serve lunch, dinner, Tuesday through Saturday, and offer some seasonal menus as well, all from local ingredients, which is why it's called Big J the local check it out at xrock.com at nine o'clock on friday fifty dollars for just 25 that's why we call half price friday bro headlines are as follows not funny downside of being in shape and that's a lawsuit downside of being in shape big j i remember vaguely or maybe this is just some sort of fever dream that i had did you purchase or was something purchased for you called ddp yoga yes did you ever do it yes when you did it big j did you fart I mean, I don't remember. Probably. Fart a lot. All right. It's good to know. Uh, but here's the good news. You're not alone. Uh, one of the side effects of yoga is farting, at least according to a lot of reports. Not only is it normal, apparently, to fart in yoga, but it also may be good for you. At least according to Melanie August, she is the author of Yoga to Support Immunity, and she calls farts and otherly, other bodily emissions that occur during yoga, quote, natural releases, Big J. Funny, that's what I call them, too, yoga or not. And she strongly encourages people to just let them flow, dude. In her book, she explains that when mental emotional tensions leave the body, there may be natural releases that happens, be it coughing, sneezing, flatulence, hiccups, belches, whatever, man. You're making weird bending motions, and sometimes that allows air and other noises to just escape. And she also thinks it's the body's way of releasing toxins, so boom. It is. Go on, get. It's pretty natural. Uh, I can't imagine now. I've never done hot yoga, but that can't be a, a pleasant experience if all that stuff's going on. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, it's just hot. It's hot. And well, not only is it hot, but then you've got that, and, and it seems to linger in heat. Do you know what I mean? The smells? And so sure. it can't be great, I guess is my point. You're right. Not funny or that's a lawsuit? That's a lawsuit. What's in a Pop-Tart, Big J? Well, various things. I mean, jam? I don't know what that stuff is. You rest your case. Uh, not enough strawberries, according to lawsuits filed against Kellogg Company, which makes the staple of your pantry. Over the past year, three lawsuits have been filed claiming the brand's strawberry-flavored varieties don't contain enough actual strawberries to call that strawberry-flavored. The latest suit, which was filed in New York last week, focuses on their uh, whole grain strawberry flavor and alleges that products contain more pears and apples than actual strawberries. They want $5 million from Kellogg's, dude, for shoving apples and pears down their gullet. We'll see how this works. So far, the other two lawsuits have not been successful, but people get upset about their Pop-Tarts, apparently. Enough to sue Kellogg's about it, which seems excessive to me. But I guess if you've got an apple, like, I mean, I would never guess in a million years that there's pears inside the strawberry Pop-Tarts, right? Yeah, why would you? And if you have one and you have an allergic reaction, that would be bad, although I don't know anybody that's allergic to pears. But still, I, I guess I'm just saying it could be a situation where it gets rough. So 
We'll see what ends up happening with this lawsuit. And we'll wrap it up with not funny. Uh, Halloween pranks are one of those things that happen from time to time, and this is a good one. It's like uh, a picture of the movie It, Big J. Remember when Pennywise is down in the sewer, and there's a balloon, and he's reaching out of the sewer to grab the kid, to grab Georgie? Yeah. That's what somebody did in a funny little town in Spartanburg, Michigan. Uh, But the problem is they decided to call 911. They thought that would be the prank, calling 911 to say that there was somebody in a storage train trying to grab kids. So police, of course, dispatch a bunch of cars because they take kid kidnapping pretty seriously. And then they show up to see this pretty elaborate and goofy looking prank of somebody that put a clown inside of a storage drain and have it kind of reaching out like a paper mache kind of situation. So the prank is good, but don't use 911 to do your pranks, guys. That's not how it should be done. Yeah, that... It's going to get you in trouble. Yes, and so police have already figured out who it is, and they're going to face charges for illegally using 911. So hope it was worth it, I guess is my point. There's lots of weight. Like, you could just take the picture of it and go viral. I don't think you need the cops in it for it to go viral. Do you know what I mean? That's taking it a step too far yeah. and also making it illegal. So try to use your head a little bit when it comes to that stuff. There's your headlines. You're up to date on a bunch of stuff. Morning After with Nick and Big J. Honor and privilege to welcome back into the studio a gentleman that visits us pretty much every year right around this time, Craig Bruniel from Point S. How are you, sir? I am very well, Nick. And, uh, Jay, thank you for having me on. I appreciate it. Our pleasure, man. It's important that we get you in here because you are doing something, once again, for the community that you've been doing for several years. What is it called, sir? Uh, that's right. It's called the Coat Drive for Kids and Families and uh, at Bruniel Point S. Tire and Auto. We've been doing this now for 16 years. Years. Pretty impressive. It's amazing how old I've gotten and <laughs> how unathletic I've become, I noticed the other day. Welcome to but, the club. Welcome to the club, sir. Okay. That's okay. I mean, you've collected a lot of coats over those years. It is a lot of coats. We've been doing this for a while. We've got a pretty good system. And, you know, what's amazing is the support that we get from our community. Yeah. And it's amazing how many people do this. And, you know, the way it really works is we encourage people to go look in your closet. It, find the coats, the jackets, the things you don't wear anymore. They're out of style. You don't like them anymore. Or, you know, you had to buy that new one you saw at the store. You just bring them into your local Point S tire store. We've got a big box sitting in our showroom. Uh, you run in there, drop it. You don't really have to do anything other than that. We're conveniently located all over the Treasure Valley, from Ontario all the way uh, the most east store is in Vista. Mm-hmm. All of these stores are participating. And then what we do is we take those coats and we take them to the local schools and we drop them off and all sizes are needed. These kids and families that don't have enough, they've got this coat that they can wear throughout the cold weather and it's starting to get cold. This goes through when? We're, we usually do it through November, mm-hmm. uh, but the sooner we get enough to go deliver, we go deliver them. We've had a, a nice pleasant uh, fall so far, but you know that any day now it's going to turn that page and it's going to get crispy and cold in the morning and, and not as warm in the afternoons. Uh, these last few days of rain are, are just evidence of that. So we're just trying to get the word out once again and we appreciate uh, you guys and the ex supporting this always. 
I, I know your listeners are very supportive. We hear kind of how they hear about it as they mm-hmm. come in and drop the coats off it. And so we really appreciate the opportunity to do this. You know, we've been doing it for a long time now, and it's amazing. We've probably had 100,000 coats. Wow. Wow. That's great. That is awesome for what you do for the community. So thank you very much for doing that. And listen, either you're doing it individually, which is awesome, of course, cleaning out your own closet, or it's a really good idea for you guys to do at your work and get it together and go, hey, listen, we're going to take a week, grab your coats, let's put it all in a box, and then somebody collectively can take it down to a point S and just make sure they do what they take and whatever you can do to make that uh, hit their number and get as many coats as possible to help as many kids as possible. It's incredibly important. Thank you, guys. And, you know, we're doing this in every community here in the Treasure Valley from uh, Ontario, Caldwell, Nampa, Meridian, here in Boise. And uh, so there should be a convenient location. They can go to uh, brunilpoints.com mm-hmm. and see locations if they're a little fuzzy on where we're at. And uh, we're easy to find. Exactly. So take your coats and uh, drop them off there at a Brunil near you. And make sure you take advantage of that. And, of course, I'm sure you wouldn't be upset if they wanted to get their car serviced or get some tires either, would you, Craig? <laughs> uh, that never bothers us, but only if they need it. And we uh, are really just working for the coats. So thanks, guys. I Love appreciate it. the plug. Anytime, man. And thank you very much for coming in, Craig. We appreciate it. <laughs> I'm not impressed. Morning After with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X. Yeah, wouldn't you like to go to a concert? Wouldn't that be nice? Well, we got a chance for you to go to a pretty big damn concert next week at the Rev Center. Hailstorm, Rival Sons, and Ida May. Get you set up with that if you can figure out bad impressions. Our phone number is as follows, 208-287-1003. That's the number you need to call if you'd like to play. Big J's got three clues. They all revolve around somebody pretty famous. If you can figure out who that famous person happens to be in three clues or less, Hailstorm Rival Suns tickets become yours. Hopefully that makes you happy. Let's go to the phones and get ourselves a contestant. Good morning, the X. How's it going? Good, man. What's up? What's your name? Jay. All right, Jay, you're up first. Jay, fictional character here, okay? All right. Tim Allen voiced me in the Toy Story movies, a one-off movie, and some video games. Buzz Lightyear. Wow. Buzz Lightyear is correct. Good job, Jay. Hang on one second. We'll get you those Hailstorm and Rival Sun. I can't imagine what the other two clues could be. Oh, really? Yeah. What? Uh, I mean, what are Patrick they? Warburton voiced me in the TV show. Okay. <laughs> Why would you lead with that one? <laughs> but I don't know. <laughs> the easiest one right off the bat. Well, uh, why is matter, really? Buzz Lightyear in the news? Uh, we've got a new Buzz Lightyear movie, everybody. Hey, now. And a new voice. It's uh, going to be, uh, it's it's more or less a backstory uh, called uh, Buzz Lightyear of, or, uh, of Star Command. What? And uh, it's, it's called Buzz Lightyear of Star Command? Of Star Command. Nice. No, that's that's not it. Oh. Uh, but uh, Chris Evans is going to be voicing uh, Buzz Lightyear in this next movie that yeah. they're doing with Pixar. This was announced for a while that he was going to take over the role from, from Tim Allen because they were going to do an origin story, but... Uh, we got the first trailer, although you're not going to hear a lot of Chris Evans in it, just so you know. Yeah, no, I, I watched it and, and waited and waited, and it uh, never happened. But uh, what do you <laughs> One word is all you get in it. Yep. That's it. But uh, when is it coming out? Is the it a Disney Plus thing? Lightyear, and it is a uh, for uh, theaters and, I think, Disney Plus Beautiful. is what's going to happen. Well, get ready uh, and get the kids ready so that you're good to go. But that is happening soon, coming soon to a theater near you. June 17th. Concert announcement and more fun. Wrap it up the show next on the X Rocks. 
Hailstorm back from the dead. We did give away a couple of pair of tickets to check out that band who will be in town a week from tomorrow at the Rev Center. That tradition will continue tomorrow. Felt like a failure today, however. We talked about how easy the questions were for the X-Rock Double Dare, and then our contestant this morning failed to get the first one right, which made me feel like I I, uh, made the bar a little bit too low and thought it made him feel bad for not getting the question right. I didn't want to do that. I didn't want to do that. But I will tell you that there's a couple more chances for you to win today, 12.30 and 5.30 with Jason Drew and Adam. The category is, once again, Big J? Uh, it's uh, ladies, uh, heterosexual males might find attractive. So if you think you know your Hollywood ladies, then it would be a good time to call in today so that you can win yourself up to $200. That's the idea. But we also have one more point of order today, Big J. It would be this. It's another 100.3, the X concert announcement. I'm excited. What you got? What we got is a show coming here to the Treasure Valley in April, April 8th at the Knitting Factory. Uh, We've got uh, a few bands coming, one of them being All That Remains, Nick, coming back to the Treasure Valley. We love ourselves some All That Remains. They've autographed Pickle uh, Rick in the studio already. Yeah, God, we'll be some of the only guys to do so. <laughs> yeah, that was two uh, years ago. All, all the remains, Miss May I, uh, the Varials, and Tala on uh, set to come here on the eighth of April. It's a Friday night, so that's a good sign. And of course, tickets will be going on sale Friday here at ten a.m. And it's all presented by one hundred point three the X. So April eighth, all that remains, Miss May I, the Big Dogs, happening at the Knitting Factory. We're excited to bring that show back to you. So get ready for some fun, and uh, we'll have some tickets to give away here as we get closer to the show as well. That's going to do it for us tomorrow on the show. Again, more chances in Hailstorm. We also have a chance for Big J to give us a little bit of a nerd alert, too, so that should be good for a Thursday. Next set of X-Rock brought to you by Team Mazda and the pre-owned Superstore. If you need a car loan do-over, check the I pre-check button at GoTeamMazda.com. You know the website you hear all the time on the X. GoTeamMazda.com. It's there for yourself. Jason Drew's coming in here next. We'll see you guys tomorrow. It's the X-Rocks. And-